Welcome to Let's Chat Teaching, an Apple Tree Resources podcast where each week we'll dive into all things teaching in the grades 5 to 8 classroom. I'm your host, Nicole Sanders, a classroom teacher turned online pro D course creator. I'm here to help you strategize, unpack, and create more ease in your classroom this year. Hello, and welcome to Let's Chat Teaching. I am your host, Nicole Sanders, and today we are talking about reflecting on 2023 and making goals for 2024. So let's dive in. I know that it's January 2nd today, and we're not really back in school yet, hopefully, for most of us, that we're on Christmas break, and that I'm really hoping we're just enjoying and soaking up every moment of this. I totally get if you actually even skip listening to teacher podcasts on your break. Or maybe you're one of those teachers who now you have time to so you can really revel in it. So thanks for spending time with me and digging into this today. I know that today is going to have some really great content and really great things for us to think about and contemplate and things that I've thought about and contemplated for years and years and years and has only helped me in my personal life and as a teacher and now in my business life. And so let's talk about it. It's goal setting in some way, but also reflecting. We can't move on to new goals without actually sitting and reflecting and making space for the things that have gone really well in the past year and the things that haven't gone so well or the things that we really don't have control over that put a wrench in things. And that's really the journey of life. But giving space for ourselves to reflect on that and to process that is really important in becoming a reflective person and enjoying the victories, even when there's still dark days. So let's not do anything chitty chatty. Let's just get real deep, right? I mean, That is one thing about me is that I do not do surface very well. And so I'm sure if you've listened to any of the other ones, you've picked up on that. So I'm just going to go true to me and just dig really deep here today. And hopefully that will resonate with you. I am a huge proponent or a huge, how would I say this, like advocate, I guess, for goal setting. That sounds really boring to most people, I understand. For me, it sounds super fun. It's very interesting. I read books on it. I listen to podcasts on it. And I know there's some of you who do that too out there. So shout out to those of you who do. But also, I get it. Most people don't want to do these things. It is extra work or it can feel like extra work in the beginning. But once you do it, once you set goals and then go back to those goals, reflect on them, it can be so incredibly satisfying. And you can see that needle move and whatever goal you're trying to set. This for me started way back when I was in grade seven. I went to middle school in grade seven, eight, and nine. So my personal educational experience was K to six in an elementary model and then seven to nine in a middle school model. I don't know why they didn't call junior high. It basically is, but they called it middle school and then 10 to 12 in high school. And so grade seven was middle school, and we all know those hormones are a raging. And it was intimidating in the beginning of grade seven. I remember that. Also, there was a whole other set of rules, like social rules that no uh, that I needed to learn. I remember feeling like, okay, let's learn these faster. I'm going to drown. And I remember I, we had a homeroom at the time that we had to meet in every morning for like 10 minutes, the announcements, your homeroom teacher. And that class was actually mixed up of grade seven, eights, and nines, and that was intimidating. And I remember feeling like it was a big waste of time most of the time. But anyway, that was my experience. And the thing is, is that it didn't end up being a big waste of time because when I was in grade seven, I had a homeroom teacher who was 
I believe was in his early years of teaching. And he told us he was really great and he was really honest with us. He did not overstep the teacher student boundary ever, but he was really honest about real things with us, which I didn't find adults really were when I was that age. And so I really appreciated that. And one thing he told us is that he wanted to try something with us. He wanted to try some goal setting with us because goal setting for him had changed his life. I just thought, change your life, goal setting. Okay, you're being overdramatic, so we're paying attention. But he actually shared that when he was in university, he wrote down goals. And one of them was to find and marry a woman. I just thought, that is so weird to write down that in the four years of university, by the time he left, he wanted to have found the woman he's going to marry and either be engaged or married to her. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And he he did. He That goal came true for him and he got married just out of university and was happily married to this wonderful woman. And from my knowledge, they still are to this day. And that kind of shifted my thought of goals. And then he said, research tells us that if you write a goal down, you are 42% more likely to achieve your goal. That perked my interest. I thought, what is he talking about? Just by writing it down? That's weird. And I actually, as an adult, I have verified that stat. He is absolutely correct. I even verified it this morning again to make sure that I'm giving correct statistics. It's true. You are, We are 42% more likely to achieve our goals if we write them down. There are some psychological reasons for this that I'm not going to get into today, but they, but that is absolutely true. And so he went through an exercise of, of writing goals and I'm sure it is a personal goal and then like an academic goal or something. All I do, all I remember is that feeling like when I was growing up that life was a bit difficult. Life was hard. That um, earning money was hard. And that's definitely something a script that's gone through my head my whole growing up. And I worked very hard to change that script, but that was absolutely a script. And that doing things in the world, what would be scary. That's another script that I was told and believed when I was that age. So the idea that writing down a goal made it 42% more likely that it would happen, that that goal would be achieved, felt like a no brainer to me of course I'm going to be writing down these goals because I'm not going to be basically walking in the spirit that I've been told or walking in these scripts in my mind. I knew I believe them in my heart, but I also knew that I needed to change those scripts because my whole life, it could not be hard to make money my whole life. That's not a script or that's not something I wanted to believe. I also wanted to travel the world, have adventures, step out of my comfort zone. I wanted to not be tethered to fear, which I saw growing up quite a bit. And so I knew those scripts that I felt them in my heart, but I also knew that they needed to change. And so if I wrote goals down that I really wanted to accomplish that basically walked in the opposite spirit of what those scripts are in my going through my head, and if they were 42% more likely, I could do the heavy lifting of the other part. That's how I felt as a kid. I could do the heavy lifting. I don't have to do 100% of the lifting because if I write it down, 40 that's 42% all the way there. That was incredible incredibly encouraging for me. And so as a grade seven student, I became a goal setter. I became a goal writer, a setter, a reflector. And I have been pursuing that my whole life. And it has been such an amazing journey. And I just want to encourage you that if you haven't been a goal setter your whole life or ever, or if you've done it, but never followed through on it, 
there is still time for you to try this out. Okay, this isn't my statistic. Uh, this is done by um, a professor. I forget where, but you can look it up. It, it comes up right away. And um, so it will happen. So just test it out. See if these goals, if you write them down, will come true. So I was thinking about like reflecting on 2023 as teachers, but also kind of do this as a, like a teacher, as a professional, sure, but also as like Nicole Sanders, the person, right? Because that's part of who I am. That's part of who we are as being a teacher, but we still have all these other aspects in our life. And so it is around this time every year. My birthday is December 15th. And so between December 15th and the end of January, somewhere in there every year, I carve out an afternoon or a day actually. And I take myself out to a cafe and I read, I write, cause I write in my journal. I actually don't write in my journal that often, but I, I do, I don't know, half a dozen times or a dozen times a year. And one of those that I absolutely do is this goals and then reflecting on these goals. So the first thing I do is I look back on the previous year of what I wrote my goals goals to be, and then I reflect on those goals right beside them in the margin. I just write little, yay, did it, or didn't happen this year, or whatever. And then after that, I flip to a new entry and I make new goals for the next year. Not every goal that I make comes to fruition, right? That's just reality. But Every year, I'm absolutely shocked and astounded at how many have come to fruition and how many extra things that are attached to those goals come along as well. Like there's a saying that says that we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in 10 years. And I always find that very interesting. So a big part of this goal setting, which I now do both in my personal life and my business life, is at the end of the day, am I moving forward to the goals or to the person or to the business person that I want to be? And if I haven't made the goal, but I've made goals in other areas, I'm still working along that path. And so that's really encouraging to me. But honestly, most of those goals do come true. And I just want to encourage you, write down goals if you haven't done so already. And if you have written down goals, go back, go back, take the time, make the space to go back and reflect. For myself, for when I look at 2023 goals or 2023 big things that are happening that have been fulfilled for me, um, a big one for me is that the end of 2023 is marks two years of being in business for myself, leaving the classroom and starting the company Apple Tree Resources. And that has been a huge dream of mine. I love teaching. I love teaching students. I love teaching in general. I love curriculum creation. I love connecting with your audience. I love all of that. But a huge part of me is actually an entrepreneur. I also love the business side of it. And so to take the step out into out of my comfort zone <laughs> and start a business and try to fill gaps that were there when I was teaching, like creating online professional courses for teachers, that's the gap I'm trying to fill here. And also making something that connects with teachers so they don't feel so alone. And that's part of this podcast and uh, the blog and also creating resources I didn't have in the classroom. And that's part of my Apple Tree resources, teachers pay teachers side of the business, you know, and just like building something entrepreneurially that also is still in education. Like what a dream that is for me. For me, that was a dream that was planted a long time ago. I had no idea it would turn into online professional development courses or a podcast. That would have made me feel very, very uncomfortable. 
that has been a dream of mine to start this podcast. That's another big thing for me in 2023 is starting a podcast. It's been on the list since I started my own business, but I also knew that I needed to do some of the plowing of revamping and owning the name Apple Tree Resources and starting the website and creating my first course, which I was able to do this past year as well. It's called Short Story Writing Made Easy. It's an online professional development course for teachers in the grade five to eight classroom. And that has been such an amazing experience. And those are some of the big things in the business world for me that have been goals of mine that I've set in the past and that have come to fruition this year. Taking professional photos, that was a big one. I just need to get over myself and get in front of that camera that someone else knew what they were doing. And that has been an amazing thing for me. It was a hugely scary thing for me. I don't know why, but I'm not one of those people who love to be in front of the camera. And it just makes me feel very uncomfortable. But I also know that this podcast and um, Apple Tree Resources in general, the teachers that I'm trying to connect with, we're doing this virtually. Like we're not all in the city that I live in. And so we need to see each other. That's a really big part of connecting. And so I wanted to honor and respect that and get over myself. And so I did it and I feel really proud of myself. Personally, my daughter started kindergarten this year. This is the second full year I've lived in this city in BC in Canada. Uh, We moved two and a half years ago. So this is the second full year we've lived here. So that's a big milestone and a huge goal of mine was to move to the city. And it's, it was absolutely great. And so these are just kind of some of the things that I'm reflecting on in this season, and looking at and making space to be grateful for, and to really think about the process of how these goals have come to fruition. And it's it's amazing. It's an amazing place to be in gratefulness. I'm not saying hard things didn't come my way in 2023. They absolutely did. Um, things that I couldn't control, and family dynamics that have changed. And I'm trying to show up every day as the person I want to be for other people, for myself, my family. But it's just been such an honor to look back at these big goals. 2023 has been so wonderful. I do know that not every year is wonderful. Like when we came out of 2022, so reflecting on 2021 was very, very difficult. I could not say goodbye fast enough. That was a very hard year for me. And for a bunch of reasons. And it's, but it was still like, I still reflected on the goals and I was able to be, sit in thankfulness for those things. Whereas a lot of us as teachers, I was just actually at a long brunch with uh, five teacher friends of mine and just reflecting on how long, how far we've come. You guys, we as teachers in the classroom, you guys as teachers in the classroom have come in 2023 out of COVID with learning needs that look different than they'd have in the in the past in our past careers because the of the gaps that are there right teaching is a difficult job and that has not helped the difficulty level as a matter of fact the quitting rate of teachers right now both in the US and in Canada are extremely high and it's alarming i've been reading stats on that in the last couple of days which to us as teachers is not surprising right Like if you go to work every day and are treated badly, yeah, you're going to have people who quit. And this learning gap, learning deficiency, but like this idea of like, let's plow forward is very overwhelming. And so I just want us to think about what are the things that have been really positive. And I don't mean in a like a, 
you're drowning, you've been hit by a kid, your principal doesn't support you. But when people ask you how your job's going, you smile and say, it's great. I love teaching children, right? Like it's kind of like a like a, a simple line that teachers say, or like it's worth it because I don't do it for the money. Like don't say those things. Don't say those things. Okay. We are allowed to be professionals and be respected and earn a living. Okay. Those three things are kind of a must have. We need to be professionals who are respected in our daily work and who can make a living. That's kind of bottom of the barrel. And we need to stop making excuses if those things are not happening. But we are able to look back and hold space for ourselves. And even if you do this with another teacher and just talk about five highlights from 2023, it shifts something when we're grateful in our in our bodies, in our minds and everything. It just shifts things. I'm not saying it it takes away the things that are difficult. I think that that's just pedantic to say, oh, and then it gets better. No, but it does shift things, right? And so if you haven't set goals, I really, really encourage you, set goals. Take time in your Christmas season to take out that journal and to make some goals. Now, if you're a beginner goal person, choose a category or two that you you yourself are super interested in. So um, part of what I like to do is geek out on finance and business. And so that's where I would start. Um, most people like want to think about the relationship with their husband and their daughter. I do that too, or their family, um, or friends, if that's something or fitness. So I do it in categories. I have, I set goals in categories. I have a fitness category, finance category, family, marriage, friends, and work. Those are my big categories. I don't go too big for anything else, but under, so I literally just write those titles and then I just put point form goals underneath. I don't write big long essays for each. Nope. I write point form goals. I try to make them specific and not too broad, but if a goal is broad, it's broad. And I write it down and I let it be. Don't overcomplicate this. Look, make it easy for yourself. What will allow this to be really a great experience? For me, I have found a cafe that has the best coffee, beautiful view, and bonus, it sells alcohol. So I usually start in the morning with a great latte, and then I keep going, keep going, keep going, and then I order myself a wine um, for that second round. But that's because I have been setting goals for a long time, and I love it, and I relish it, and my husband thinks that I'm crazy, and then that's like the worst day ever. But for me, it's one of the days I look forward to the most in the year. So start small, but, or if you want to start big, find the cafe that also sells alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's what I would start with is just the categories that you yourself are super interested in and put a separate category for teaching. And within teaching, you can make a few categories, but do it as for, for your whole self, because we know that if we are not making goals and showing up for our whole self, then we are not showing up well as professional teachers for our students, right? That's just the reality. We can ignore that reality. And I have done that for years and that equals burnout. But the reality is, is that the whole person and the whole self needs to be addressed and looked at and and thriving. And we can't ignore all of it and then expect to be able to show up really well in our professional life and for our students and for ourselves. And so we got to make sure that we're prioritizing this. So I highly encourage just write it all down reflect, enjoy, have your favorite snack, and then look at it. I don't know. I look at my goals like two, three times a year. I don't I don't write anything down. I don't like write any reflections on it. I just look at them. And then when it's time to do goal setting, that's when I sit down and do the major reflecting again. And it is amazing. It's just an amazing experience. And really, 
does help me complete these goals, including this podcast. Like I said, this was a big one for me. I had to take courses on how to do it and edit it. And, you know, I research and I've learned to edit and, you know, all of those things. And it's been such an amazing experience. And writing down those goals and reflecting on them have really helped in getting me here, which is great. So what is a goal just in the top of your head? Maybe you're driving, maybe you're cleaning your classroom, maybe you're doing the dishes. What is something, what's a goal for you that you would like to accomplish? A personal goal, not a work goal, just a personal goal that you would like to accomplish in 2024. Okay, write it down. Write it down. What is it? What did we say? 42? Yes, 42% more likely to achieve that goal in 2024 if you write it down. You don't have to share it with anyone. You don't have to take 10 steps to get there. Just write it down. Now give yourself some space to just think for half a second here. What is a relationship goal that you would like to see happen? in 2024. Write it down. And you can go through all the categories and do this. Give yourself silence and space. We're going to do one more here on the podcast today. I want us to think about our classroom this year. 2024, we have the latter half of the year still, and we're not going to limp to the end. We're going to choose something. What's one teaching goal or professional goal, whatever that looks like for you, make this easy, don't make this hard, that you would like to accomplish in 2024. Write it down. Holding space for yourself in this area is nurturing who you are and who you want to become and who you want to sh- how you want to show up in the world. So I just highly encourage you to do this and don't make this a flippant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it. Just carve some time. Even if it's 10 minutes, do it. I also encourage us to do this with our students. Shout out to Mr. Haworth, my homeroom teacher in grade seven, who shared this statistic. He shared this personal goal setting of getting a wife and marrying her. And creating space for us as students to write down goals. I've done this with students in the past too. In some school districts across the US and Canada, this is a huge part of what they want to be pushing in education right now is student-driven goals. So hopefully that will fit into somewhere for you. But if not, it's still worth it. And I would just give, it really doesn't have to be very formal, but ask students to write a personal goal, a health goal, and an academic goal. Or you could say a relationship goal, a health goal, an academic goal, whatever it is. I would squeeze in an academic goal. We are teachers. We want students to be thinking in that way. But let's round it out. We're showing our students how to set goals. We're sharing with our students how important it is. And we're giving space or making space for it to happen, which is all the modeling of what my teacher did for me. And it really set me on a path and a trajectory to continue this and to see the fruition of how this works and the life that it brings to to my life and my business life and my professional life and all of that. 
And so I just highly encourage us to think about, just think about, it's like, it could be like 10 minutes with your students. It doesn't take very long. And you can either collect those papers and hand them back at the end of the year, or you can have them reflect on them at the end of the year in a journal, whatever you want to do. But just making space for our students to do this is such a gift you can give your students. Making space for yourself to do this is such a gift. And I know that it has been a major gift in my life and something that I do all the time. And I love it. And I hope you're going to love it too. That is it for this episode. I thank you so much for spending some time with me today and for contemplating kind of the bigger picture of things and looking at how we can show up for ourselves. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. If you'd like five free activities to use with any story you can use today, then head over to appletreeresources.com slash story activities. That's appletreeresources.com slash story activities to get five activities you can use with any story for free. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know we're all busy and I feel honored you chose to spend some of that time with me. Until next time.